0: Trump pretended the coronavirus wouldn't come to our shores.
1: I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. The risk to the American people remains very
0: low. He pretended the Democrats were overreacting.
1: And this is their new hope.
0: He pretended it would go away. A lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat. And then he pretended
1: again. It's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus.
0: View this the same as the flu. And again. At some point, uh, that's going to sort of just
2: disappear. And
0: again. It's going away No, It'll go away. While Trump pretended, Americans faced real consequences. Nearly 200,000 dead and rising. Businesses closed. And now, as over 1,000 Americans die each day, what's the Trump administration's plan? Pretend that the pandemic is over. In a time of crisis, Americans can't afford to have a pretend president. I
1: wanted to always play it down.
0: Midas Touch is responsible for the content of this advertising.
3: Nice work, Nicole. Oh! It's Britt Summers at the Brit Summers Show.
4: 19
3: years, and we've been having a 9-11 every week since 2017
1: the Middle Eastern world will be exploded Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing Forget about Korea and the nukes they're totin' and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some Weapons of mass destruction 3,000 people killed Are now forgotten Let's exploit them instead Hey, there's oil to be gotten Going after Saddam to Placate Osama there's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent believing every word of this cartel administration That controls us by fear through media manipulation And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction the loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying we're all suspects now Nazi Ashcroft is saying I have nothing to hide. Table talkers all are saying blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation. about unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and a virgin installed with no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls, and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9,
3: 1470 WWNN. Hello everyone, you're listening to The Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from the world's largest Russian money laundromat. Yeah, it all happens here. You don't believe me? Ask uh, Michael Cohen. I did not read his book. I don't know if it's in there, but he was right about the Soho Russian money laundering, but uh, the Miami money laundering didn't come up, and, oh, that's pretty much fueling the economy down here in sunny South Florida, which was built. This place was built on political corruption. If we had an honest candidate, we wouldn't know what to do. We'd all have a nervous breakdown. Uh, What I've been telling you all along about Florida going for Trump, well, it goes even further now. The Miami Herald, which is owned by McClatchy, based in Sacramento, California, because we have no local news down here. No. Everything here is owned by out-of-state enterprises that have nothing to do with where we live. But that's where people get their information. And the Miami Herald had a poll, which it's the Herald, so how can you take it seriously? That uh, pretty much every Cuban in Miami wants to vote for Trump. (laughs) Basically is what they said. And if George Rodriguez was still alive, they'd say that he would vote for him too. (laughs) Oh boy I wish he was still with us Because uh, I'd get him on the show about this And I know he'd have a wonderful time Doing a diatribe Stomping on the Cubans down there Which is what he did often uh, Because after all They're the ones that blemished this state With the Elian The Baku That took place uh, oh, 20 years ago That kid's like Jesus uh, has got to be in his late 20s now Elian Gonzalez is the baby Jesus, that's what the Cubans do here. they oh, they got all upset about Shh. alien, look at Mickey Mouse,
2: look, we got Mickey Mouse,
3: <clears throat> and, and he's probably a doctor by now cause he went back to Cuba and got an education. probably doesn't give a crap about Mickey Mouse, but they sure were shoving Disney World up his ass when he was here. Oh, was' that embarrassing? Oh, Janet Reno, Janet Reno got involved uh. Gloria Estefan. Uh there was a local band. Las Bam Bam. Or last Las Ban Van. <laughs> that are Procastrel. Comunista, Comunista. And and I made a fortune uh, with those uh, comedy bits. Because <laughs> I was right here. I was watching everything. Oh, yeah, they were lying down in front of traffic about, about a six-year-old kid. Elian, hey, the baby Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, they saw those news trucks. They pulled every trick in a book to get, get on television. It became a cause celeb after a while. Everybody wanted to get on television. It yes, baby Jesus. So they sent him back to Cuba. And uh, he hates us, and rightfully so. Bunch of fools down here. Because when it comes to political candidates... Those Cubans, they really know how to pick them. I don't want to mention Marco Rubio by name. Marco Rubio. Joe rollo I can't, I can't roll it good. But if you, can, uh, if you have a name that you can roll the R's, then uh, you have a real good chance of getting elected in Miami. So the Cubans down here have a rich history of picking the right candidates, And you can bet your Batista on that. And why? Because, and it's funny, because I'm I'm a little disappointed. Because the younger ones are more sophisticated than than the ones, the the wet foot, dry foot policy we had for years, when we had the old Cubans drifting over here, or uh, we had the uh, airlift in the 60s, which is how George Rodriguez got here when he was a baby. The real baby Jesus, with that generation, grew up And they're a little more sophisticated than the old farts that... uh, The old green-tooth Julios that keep voting for Republicans because they hated the Kennedys. I hated the Kennedys. (laughs) Because uh, Bay of Pigs. That did it for them. So they swore never to vote for a Democrat again, no matter who it is. But now... You've got nothing but right-wing hate talk stations down there, WIOD, and no other information outside of uh, ambulance chaser local news with personal injury attorney ads. That's about the extent of our information in South Florida. Now, I have to stress that South Florida, because where my sister lives in Orlando, they do have an all-day news station there. It's, a, it's pre-recorded at Sonaloo, but it's 24-7. It's an all-day news uh, local station. Whether they have anything interesting to report, I don't know. But they have one. We don't got that here. Uh, as far as news stations on the Ray diddle I don't know what they have up north. I, I'm, I'm doubting it, but there are a few parts of this country that still have all news stations. I'm talking about just objective Rip and Read reporting. That's it. And uh, New York still has 880. And if you're wondering why, uh, regarding the coronavirus, why New York is under 1%, if you're wondering why, it might have a lot to do with information. Yes, they get a steady diet of information up there. And by the way, I have reports from up there that you're not hearing. Uh, even if you watch Chris Cuomo, this doesn't come up. If you're, if you're anywhere in New York state, not just the city, wherever you go, they'll have the giant bottle, like a gallon size pump, hand sanitizers. You can pull off the road. There's one there. Uh, masks, all you want gloves, all you want. No matter where you go, you can get them for nothing. I tell you, Andrew Cuomo I mean, policy-wise, <laughs> I just, he is like, he's like, mm-hmm, almost Republican. But what a, what a great leader. Well, how lucky are they up there? They have a real leader up in New York, below 1%. And yeah, uh, the two-week quarantine from assholes flying in from Florida. You got to sit in the, I don't know where they put you, for two weeks. Before they let you in into New York. And good for them. It sucks for me. I can't go up now. But I'll wait. I'll wait. Because they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And it's working. Below 1%. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because they have WCBS 880. 8888888888. You can't miss it. It's been there for years. It's just a tried and true old school News reporting station 24-7. And I remember when they had Hurricane Sandy a few years back. The big super storm that pretty much wiped out uh, New Jersey and Long Island. And People's memory are short. Hurricane Sandy was a nasty storm. A lot of people died and it pretty much leveled Long Island uh, and, and parts of Jersey. Uh, there was information on where to get batteries, where to get water. Shelters to go to. There was information being broadcast that you could hear on a crank battery radio or any kind of transistor radio. If you had no power, your roof was caved in, you had nothing, but you had one of those crank radios, 880 was there to uh, give you the information you needed to help you through a crisis like that. And all I kept thinking about was, and we got a couple of hurricanes after I heard. I was tuning in online, listening to 880. They were just all day. You get your water here. You get your batteries here. You can get this. You can get whatever it is. And all I kept thinking was, boy, I sure missed that down here. We don't have that anymore. In fact, when we had the threat of a hurricane coming over here uh, a couple of weeks ago, I... (laughs) Check this out. See if you don't laugh along with me now. I was watching the Weather Channel. And they had these... (laughs) Little buffers dropped in. If you want to stay informed about the hurricane, Weather Channel is here to help you. Just tune in to SiriusXM for more information. Okay! Anybody who has satellite in their car, what happens when you drive under a tree? What happens when there's a lot of cloud cover? <laughs> or if you're in a rainstorm? How oh, well does the satellite radio work? Hmm? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tune in Sirius XM and give John Malone my money so that when <clears throat> my power goes out and there's cloud cover and there's a storm approaching, uh, I can't hear it. Brilliant, brilliant. So we have no information here, no broadcasting whatsoever. And with that, I really can't blame... The Cubans in Miami for going for Trump because that's all they hear. It's the propaganda over and over and over all day and night, all day and night, all day and night. And they get programmed after a while because there is nothing else on the air. Oh, but you go online. You can go online. You go online and I'll say it again. Yeah, they go online. Where do you think these booger picker boys go? It's all it's hatched online and but they're not online when they're in their pick up trucks on the way to the uh, protests or whatever they're going to do or whatever they're going to kill or who, whatever they're going to sink because uh, people, <laughs> you can tell a Trump supporter because they're not the brightest bulbs on a Hanukkah bush. They, uh, they like to point their boat down. <laughs> they play bumper boats. Well, you got to wonder where they're getting all this and who's, who's uh, firing them up. They're tuning into their AM hate talker radio for further enrichment of the false information they've already been parroted to. And in turn, they parrot to others. What was the other? What was, I heard another thing. Remember, I said uh, I had two and two different parts of this state. Old men say to me,
5: all Democrats are bad. They're all bad people. Democrats are no good. And uh, word
3: for word, just as they were trained like little monkeys. But there's another there was another line that you're hearing now. And I can't recall what it is. I'll, I'll think of it later. But it, it's all generated out of uh, Breitbart or Russia. Anyway, the radio broadcasters who use it for hate use it as a reinforcement for the talking points being disseminated online and on Fox News. And those other two channels that uh, nobody watches, uh, OAN and uh, Fucker Tucker Carlson's uh, Newsmax. That's all they got down there. So in a way, I can only be sad because they get nothing else. Nothing. Sports and hate. Sports and hate. Hate and sports. Hate and sports. Tell me I'm wrong, South Florida listeners. What else is there on the air? Except for me on Saturday night. What else is on the air down here? and hate. Hate and talk. Well, you got Norm Kent. And me. And that's that. Good night. And while I'm on the subject of hate talk radio, this just in. Oh, I forgot to do this. Florida Coronavirus Update. I don't know. Now We have a wall-eyed, block-footed, inbred hillbilly named Ron Death Sentence. And according to him, well... There ain't no coronavirus in Florida. Everything's fine. Oh, we're fine. Come on down. Open those schools. Everybody open for business. Because uh, his fat orange daddy wants him to kill people down here, too. I don't think so much down here, but uh, he's also going to encourage people to vote twice. Watch that happen. We're getting back to the hate Talk Radio. Windy Bell. <clears throat> You've heard of the famous Windy Bell, haven't you? No. Radio host Wendy Bell was pulled from the air after calling for snipers to shoot Mount Rushmore protesters. The conservative radio host has been taken off the air indefinitely after comments made on her show, urging park rangers and snipers to fire on protesters attempting to destroy <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> uh in Bell's June twenty-sixth, oh it's a while ago and Bell's uh, broadcast on KDKA AM. Now, listen, again, these companies are buying these radio stations. KDKA was the first AM radio. It wasn't even a radio station. It went on the air in, like, 1917 or during World War I. And it was uh, built by Westinghouse and was used only as a Morse code transmitter back that back then. And I think around 1920. They got licensed as a uh, AM broadcast radio station. And don't confuse Entercom with that. It's owned by Entercom. And another one has no idea. They, they, they just, uh, radio is just a commodity. It's real estate. They don't know what it is. They don't know what the history entails. They don't know what the heritage of radio is about. So according to this article, Entercom apologized. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, I'm confused. I'm really blown away here. Now, can you explain this to me? And her calm isn't that what you want on the air? Isn't that why you hired her to begin with? Seems to me, the way hate radio is going right now, calling for snipers to shoot protesters, that would get you a promotion. Because when Laura Ingram said...
0: All you hear is nigger, nigger, nigger.
3: What word did you say?
0: I'll say it again. Nigger, nigger, nigger.
3: When she said that on the air, Clear Channel gave her a box of candy and an increase in pay. And then eventually she got a bigger kiss from Fox News uh, getting her own primetime show. Why? For doing the job that they feel most comfortable with. (sighs) Yeah, KDKA. The first East Coast radio station. And I think later on in the 30s, it was one of the first FM's. Yeah, that's right. FM's been around since the 1930s. But there was this guy who owned NBC and RCA, and he didn't want FM uh, radio stations broadcasting because he had no receivers to sell. As well, so soon as the receivers became available, yeah, then they got FM radio. Same with color television. That's been around since the 40s. Uh, but uh, David Sarnoff didn't have any color sets to sell until 1955. And even then, it was <laughs> prohibitively expensive. It's like uh, it would be the cost of buying a three, $4,000 set. That's what they would comparably priced back then to have color. But, but, but why'd you fire her? I don't get it. Isn't that what you want on the air? Like, uh... What's that guy's name? Porch? Laszlo Porch or Lionel uh, Huff or what? (laughs) Lionel Putts. Mark Levin,
2: who talked this way. Mark Levin.
3: Oh, that reminds me. I tuned in online, naturally. I tuned into the uh, WABC. (laughs) Let's hit the jingle. I tuned into his first show since 1974 on WABC, Cousin Brucey, and he sounded 82 years old. But I made the mistake of now WABC since 1982, since Curtis Suela has been ultra, ultra right wing. I mean, to t- goose stepping nuts. I mean, uh, that's where Rush was based for many years till Clear Channel bought him his mansion down here in prestigious Palm Beach. And Hannity and all of them they, they all were uh, spawned from WABC once a, a great a, a beloved radio station and it all went to hell in 82 when they went right-wing fascist talk now we're talking New York City and the surrounding areas so didn't have all that
5: much of an impact
3: uh there's more information to be like I said 880s there but they're a non-contestable format so they can't you can't compete against them with liberal or right-wing. It's just a non-contestable, objective reporting type of format. And that's what that's what every town needs. And and I long for the days when we had one down here. So I made the mistake. Of course, I was excited. I want to hear Cousin Brucey. And I tuned in around 5.58, like two minutes before his show started. And there was this, <laughs> a hack. A hack will talk like this. And he told me, I got a radio show over here. And he had, I guess it was brokered. I don't know. I don't know what they do at that station. <clears throat> but it wasn't a name. Although I did see this name, John Batchelor, which is uh, somehow appropriate for a right-wing talker because, yeah, figures. <laughs> He's probably going to stay that way. So I tuned in early and I caught the last bit of this guy's show. And he says, the Trump army that's killing the protesters and showing up at their, pro- at their riots and all this, the Trump army, he's the general of that army. He's the general of the army. He's talking about the ice flunkies dressed as uh, military and uh, the pick-your-booger boys that are uh, uh, dressing up like fake military. Oh, <laughs> they really are. They're, they can't even afford to get the... Uh, Army surplus uniforms. They're dressed in rags and tatters. They got the guns. They got the guns all in their truck and their trunks. Get them at the gun show and at Walmart. (laughs) That's
2: what this guy was referring to. Trump is the general of those those armies. That's his... uh, Now,
3: you could laugh at something like that. It's a joke. But here's the crisis we face. And that is... They have jokers like that on every radio station in every town saying the same things over and over again all day, 24-7. That's the problem. No alternative voicing. Nothing. We have Democrats. We have no voice. None. Well, we got Tom Hartman. Hartman's not on in every city. Is he on down here? No. No, he is not on down here. He should be. I mean, as broadcasters go, he's on a lot of stations like Chicago. I, you know something? Hartman's not on in New York, but you won't hear him here. They do not want anybody left of Heinrich Himmler on the air in this town and most towns across the country. Why? Because it goes against management and ownership's ideology. That is why. Not because of the bullshit they give you. Well, you know, the ratings on entertainment radio were not quite as high as it, You're getting no ratings at all. And that's why I'm having a so much fun uh, about uh, Cousin Brucey. He's doing a non political music show. He's doing an entertainment based show on AM radio. I can't wait till the next book comes out. You know, I was a big Dan Ingram fan, but Cousin Brucey, go spank some ass and go get a, a good old time double digit number so we can have the right. When I know Cousin Brucey's uh, kind of on the right too, but he doesn't do a show like that because he is what's called a professional broadcaster which uh, since 1996 you didn't have
2: to be one anymore and that's where you get the Mike Levins who talk this way and talk like they got a hair lip and they got a cat toy stuck under their tongue Mike Levin.
3: but I hope he gets a double digit number and spanks everybody in that town on that's on the air just to show him that you know every, we're pretty fed up with the hate talk uh, and yeah it's on the AM band in New York Snap, crackle, and pop, but that adds the charm to it. It's just like 1974 when he was on. Uh, I don't know, I, I guess he bought a couple of stations, uh, kind of semi-retired after that, but... Uh, I guess once he settles into the new studio, starts sounding like his old self again, because he's kind of like off his beam. Yeah, he didn't do his wheel! <laughs> there was no uh, ramp chatting or anything. It, it was... Uh, but he'll get there. But I'm waiting for the book because they're showing the management's always a like, well, look at this uh, quarterly hour trend. Uh, Rush Limbaugh got a, a, a 0. .0003. Uh, Sean Hannity got a .00001. I want Cousin Brucey to come in with a 52 share. <laughs> because that's what they used to get on WABC. What are you going to do then, management? You're going to have to have to hire a new sales staff. <laughs> that's one of the reasons Zeta-4 wanted to sell Neil's contract when he was on FM. Because he was getting an 18. And they didn't know how to handle it. They were going doo-doo pants. They, it was just... They were making too much business. So they cut a deal with wyO WI, This was back in 1989. But that's why Neil let off the FM. His number was too big. And that won't happen to Cousin Brucey, but... I just want to see him get maybe a double digit, maybe a 12. I'd be happy with that. I'm talking radio stuff because you're listening to a radio show, and radio is my passion, and it's also my curse. Yes. Like the curse of living down here, where every now and then the Cuban community down in Miami has to pull their pants down and show their ass on just how ridiculous they can be and embarrassing.
0: Alien, alien. alien. Communist, communist!
3: Even Desi Arnaz is saying, uh, "You got some explaining to do." A message to America from
2: 16-year-old Elian Gonzalez. Hola! They want me to tell you all is well here. What could be wrong? Sending me back was a blessing. I am 16 years old now and the luckiest boy in the world to be here in the jewel of the Caribbean, Castro's Cuba. The hotels here are, how you say, swanky. I am also fortunate to be wearing my family heirloom, Cesar Amaro's wife Peter's shirt. So f- you and your happy mirrors. I am getting my license soon and Papi says if I pass my Dezion as history test he'll bother for at 58 Plymouth Savoy I've been wanting. You infidels may have J.Lo in Disney World, but we have Plymouths, lots of Plymouths. If you stupid pseudo-Cubans in Miami still want to show your support, please send me your empty Café pastelo cans in case I need Beeston rings. Signor Janet Reno is a nice man. I will always be grateful to him for saving me from that weird janitor with the hair. You may not know this, but he touched me. So, f- you imperialist American. <laughs> bye bye bye.
4: Why the hell don't you go home? And stop all of that whining from all those crazy Julios. Go back to Cuba with your papa, where you can play in the mud. We'll pack your beans and enchiladas. Just go away, we're all fed up. Hey, young Gonzalez, why don't you go home? Hey Leon Gonzalez. Hey, um, Gonzalez, go home and leave us all alone. Hey Leon
0: I don't want to go back. I like shopping for free toys better.
4: You got your Pokemon t-shirt and your Mickey Mouse ears. You've had your fun, now start packing. So they can get you out of here It's at the point where we can't stand it Everybody's had enough Of all the Julios and crackers Who put the duh in Florida Mele Young Gonzalez Why don't you go home?
0: They're giving away free SNH green cards. Can I have one?
5: Tonight on Biography with Mr.
6: Mayonnaise. Hello, I'm Harry Smith. <laughs> Join us tonight as we delve into the life of Cuban icon Celia Cruz. Born in Oyster Bay, Long Island, Cecil Krugman was a gifted child in more ways than one. Little did he know what one it would be. The early days of his career were in Vaudeville, performing stand-up comedy in drag.
1: So I tell them, if you want flowers, go bang a florist.
6: Is it me your hiss and boo or my big red sparkle shoes? World War Key. <laughs> Cecil signed up as a merchant marine and was sent to Cuba, where he retooled his nightclub act and became the well-endowed Superman that was featured in the film Godfather 2. Little did he know, Castro would rise to power, forcing him to change his act once again.
1: Well, Carmen Miranda died right around that time, and there was a void to be filled. So uh, I happened to be hung like Uncle Miltie, and I uh, decided to slip on a dress and start singing, you know?
6: Cecil changed his name to Celia Cruz and became enormously successful as a drag queen salsa singer.
4: Don't be scared of somebody in dragons. They look like Ernest Talk with a 10.
6: True business dealings earned Celia his fortune, like the hit song he had after a record label offered him 85 cents per record in royalties.
1: One better. I think that $1.10!
6: On a sad note, Celia died.
1: No.
0: Stinks
1: in Miami Town at 560 WQAM.
0: Those hostile Cubans in Miami are smart. They changed the name to Alien Park. Exploitation is now down to a fine art the fucks are you just head south on Lazaro Way? Until you see the human chain and giant water ride Where you grab a tube or a raft That's it, you plug it up to a democracy Down, back south to Cuba Down, underwater to drown And back around to a corrupt little town It's the biggest park you've ever seen Down pitbull nature, all the toilets are clean Hillside is sign his me the And then will park your car. music by lost band and politicians grandstand making their demands under a commie flag at least they're honest when they proudly claim that cubans made miami what it is today a stormy toilet that sucks they now call aliens.
3: Listening to the Brit Summer Show, I wanted to bring something up that, uh, well, it's a dead story now. But a couple of weeks ago, the trader-in-chief uh, wanted to get rid of Stars and Stripes. Uh, you've heard that story, and he backtracked on it. But I'll tell you what the news didn't tell you. And the first reason was, well, this part you know, he hates our troops. All servicemen and women, anybody who has the courage to fight and die for their country, he is Is he jealous of them? Yes. Because he never, even when he was young, he didn't have the balls. He didn't have anything. He's just a a vacant vessel of uh, pustular fat. But he wanted to get rid of the Stars and Stripes. He didn't do that. But the second reason is, and nobody tells you this part, there was recently a confirmation made for head of the Voice of America, the VOA, and their reason for g- given for getting rid of stars and stripes, well, the troops get all their information they need from VOA. they get all the VOA <clears throat> happens to be run now by a guy named Michael Pack, and he's packing it. Michael Pack, all I need to tell you is this about Michael Pack. He is the co-founder of Breitbart News.
1: Oh my God!
3: Now should I say anything further? Outside of the fact that he's now in charge of VOA, he also produced and directed some of the most right-wing documentaries, including a puff piece about Clarence Thomas. And that must have been some work involved with that. I mean, how do, you, how do you make a puff piece about him? What did he ever do? Besides uh, put his pubic hairs on soda cans. Um, yeah, that's who's in charge of the Voice of America. Michael Pack close friend with Steve Bannon, who's on his way to the tombs. Yep, that's, who, that's the information being disseminated to our troops around the globe. And, and just to make sure that it is right-wing uh, propaganda being broadcast on VOA, he fired the entire staff at VOA, Michael Pack. And you don't think uh, radio's is important. And you don't think that they're going to be watching Fox news everywhere around the world on VOA, because I don't think it's just radio anymore. Here's the thing. I don't understand for anybody who's living and breathing and has a life and has a job or has things to do. How can you just sit in front and you want to get information? How can you just sit in front of a television to get your information? And, and I guess they're expecting our troops to do the same. Uh, is that okay? I guess corporate found out <clears throat> and uh, RNC, which is now, now called, instead of Republican, I say Reich NC, they figured it out that people are perfectly happy to shirk their responsibilities and sit on their fat asses and watch TV all day. Because radio enables you to go about your business and do things and you can hear things and still get information. So. I can, I mean, I have been in years, but I did just some work with AFRTS. But it's not even called that anymore. It's called uh, Armed Forces Television Service. It was Armed Forces Radio Television, but they dropped the radio, I guess, because they don't have it anymore. I mean, how do you go about your duties during the day? I said duties. How do you go about them and try to have to get information, but you have to sit in front of a goddamn TV? Is that how you get in your... You can't just Listen. You can actually perform a multitask and do things with the radio on in the background. But no, that was the second reason. You know, aside from his palpable hatred for our troops and all of our military, they want it, And it's there. I mean, yeah, they're watching it. But as far as uh, radio broadcasting goes, a VOA, 8 I don't really know if they even do that anymore. But if they do, guarantee it's Rush and Hannity. And Mark Levin, who talks this way, blub, 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 blub. he was—he sounds like—I uh, don't want to mention the name—the guy used to call Neil all the time. Mark Levin sounds okay. Let me just put it there. Mark Levin sounds like Buddy Hackett on acid. Blub, 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 blub. But hey, KDKA, why don't you hire back this uh, Windy Bell? What'd you fire her for? She she didn't say, she didn't say kill him dead enough. That's what you want on the air now, isn't it? Yes. You notice the FCC didn't get involved with that because the FCC, they're only involved with uh, telecom. They're only your phone. That's all they care about. Verizon, AT&T, whatever your carrier is for your cell phone. That's all the FCC is concerned about now. Outside of saying a dirty word on the radio, it's the only time they give a shit.
4: Fuck the FCC.
3: Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization. The largest and most efficient food bank serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe counties. Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive-through food distributions. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. That's
6: FeedingSouthFlorida.org.
3: You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summer Show
6: It used to be hot Back in the good old days, before the old parts came, and politicians named Jose This town was
0: once alive. They even had spring gray. There were things to do all night. In Broward and in day. But the old fart-walking dead had the power to elect. The crooked Julio's who just got off the boat. I heard Neil Rogers cry. This is the day that Miami died. They knew best are the ones who brought a slow and painful death to Miami. Can you believe there was a time they had casinos in Hallandale? Tried to organize the crime. But the experiment had failed oy, When the brain dead oy, came oy, to town oy, And tore the fun stuff down oy, They pissed all oy, over the place oy, It's a big goddamn oy. disgrace I heard Neil Rogers cry This, this is, is the, the, day
4: the day that my alley died
0: What a great place it could have been But the self-serving assholes ruined it With apathy I heard Neil Rogers cry
3: Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. And since the, the last show, the institutionalized racist police murder of the week was Daniel Prude, who was suffering from mental illness through deaths in his family and everything else. He couldn't take it anyways, running naked down the street. I was doing that just today. I mean, how many times have you felt just doing that? I'm going to run naked down the street. This guy was doing that, and uh, because he was mentally ill, he needed help. What he didn't need was a strangled bag over his head. So these punk cops murdered this kid. Another one. It's like a, a different one each week, and you're wondering why there's protests. Fortunately, it took place in New York, and uh, they don't a uh, Tom Cotton or that sort of thing. So the chief uh, has resigned, and uh, they're going to get. Uh, they just desserts uh, there. Not like Kentucky. Uh, I, I mean, as far as the uh, police unions are concerned, like I said last week, they encourage that type of behavior by the police, the police unions. They're all about it. Kill every black person you see. That's what the police unions say. And it's perfectly all right with our <laughs> Department of Justice, Trump's personal law firm. You know what I said earlier about the Russians laundering money through Flada is absolutely true. Most of the hotels down there are now owned by a Russian oligarch. By the way, when Michael Cohen was on Rachel the other night, he he mentioned uh, the oligarch that uh, paid overpaid 50 million or as Trump would say million dollars for a dumpy mansion. Uh, And what they did not tell you was, yeah, he bought the mansion and then they tore it down. They leveled it. <laughs> hey, you've been listening to part one of the Brit Summer Show, and I know that the listeners online are saying, Part one? because <laughs> it's editing, my friends. Editing. Uh, don't worry, I take care of it later. Except last show, I went a little over. And I'm like, I was so exhausted at the end of it. Uh, let it go. But everybody on the ground at Terrestrial Side, thanks for tuning in on this uh, Saturday night in South Florida. <laughs> I'm laughing because... Uh, I guess because I don't care. Anyway... <laughs> Continue forward to part two where it only gets better. (laughs) And I'll see you here next week, I guess, on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470,
5: WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. The Brit Summer Show
3: 9-11 Commemorative Memorial continues. And unlike 1941, did the United States retaliate against those responsible for attacking our shores on 9-11?
5: No! Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars our little flags wave As that Saudi-lovin' retard Points the bombers the wrong way And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow Bush like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family, greed They got this country fucked up Hambling towards the darkest days in our history. I don't want to be a Pax American in the goddamn USA. What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, Gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that obviously can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where we patriotically. Wave a flag in one hand with our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic fuck up Watching state-run news on a 65-inch screen Scratch your balls and fire, everything's okay In the goddamn USA
3: You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on iTunes Yeah, iTunes Skyhawkradio.com, FYINation.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Patreon, as always, and uh, the Brit Summer Show, which takes you right into SoundCloud. You'll notice I did not say Google Play, because, uh, well, uh, I guess another couple weeks, maybe? And then I have to pull a plug on that, because YouTube, they're getting nasty. I have a, here's an interesting thing. I have a YouTube channel on there. I set it up like 10 years ago. There's nothing on it, so don't bother looking. <laughs> okay. I think it's like a, maybe a sizzle reel from 2010. Uh, when I was trying to do, I was trying to set up a, a weekly YouTube show. It just everybody lost interest and so did I. But not to say I wasn't ahead of the game. I mean, that's what everybody's doing now. And uh George and I set up Sofloradio.com uh and we were too far ahead of the game. Now that's happening all over the place. And yeah, you won't hear that SoFlo uh dot uh, whatever it is anymore on my show. Any more all gone. But working on a new SoFlo, and I'll tell you more about that in the future as we uh iron things out with that but there's going to be another so flow in honor of george and what he actually wanted on the air instead of right-wing uh sputum which is what happened to the old network so screw them fuck you so flow blow blow no mo no mo.
0: No, mo. no no mo. no mo.
3: now i want to thank everybody who's supporting this show because this is listener supported as you know uh, because I have to beg every week because I, you, there's no more jobs to be had in broadcasting. Uh, just ask John Malone; he'll tell you. No, sorry, uh, <laughs> John Malone. One guy, one guy. That's who you're. That's you're putting money in his pocket if you're subscribing to Sirius XM. It all goes to John Malone now. One guy, unbelievable. Uh, well, pretend I'm Joni Malone, and uh, <laughs> and this is not satellite radio, but pretend it's. Uh, oh, by the way, other than donations, I do not ask for anything else, outside of uh, you know, promoting the show with, with my link. I really don't. And I was thinking, going uh, one time, going with a subscription-based thing, you know, like Tom Hartman has or something. But you need swag, which I can't afford. And uh, you have to put out a a newsletter or something. You know, like it's the uh, Howdy Doody Club or something. You have to give something back. And I just don't have time for that. So I'll go for the donations. Whatever you got. Uh, Whatever's behind the couch cushions, I appreciate it. And I've been getting some, and I want to thank everybody who has been contributing to the show. You're keeping it alive. But the one contributor that's keeping it alive most of all is Ernie. Thank you. Oh, Ernie rocks. He's the best. Thank you, Ernie. Now, I just want to get back to the uh, orange douchebag who consistently shits on our military personnel. Unless you're a murderer, then <laughs> they'll pardon you. Because uh, he pardoned a Marine who was in jail found guilty, confessed to the murder. His name's Joe Penderton. And he was in jail for, in, in, stationed in the Philippines, I guess, and strangled to death a beautiful trans woman named Jennifer Laude. And I guess it's Laude. Forgive me if I say that wrong. But this gorgeous girl and this filthy animal who Trump can relate to. Uh, murders her, he's spending time in the tombs, and I guess as a kiss to Duarte, a symbolic gesture to his minions of hatred, his uh, pack of white trash that's out there supporting him, I mean smelly, dirty, white trash, ew, that uh, want to lick his orange taint. He pardons, out of the sky, for what? I mean, it's a symbolic gesture to who? To the uh, Christians out there who aren't? Are not even close to what they preach? Not even near it? I mean, they break the 10 commandments every 10 minutes. But that's okay to hear that Jesus will pat them on the head and they'll be fine after Sunday. Yeah, just wave a snake over your head and you're done. No matter what you do. And this guy strangling to death a trans woman. I guess because his... Mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging, lick-spittle, like that sort of thing. And that's why it was a symbolic gesture, a little nod to them. But then you had to think about, where did he get this from? How would he even know? This guy doesn't pay attention to anything. You know, this stuff comes from his cabinet. And you know who's in there. Stephen Miller. Sadly, no, that's not him. All these insane right-wing Nazi fuckers dig this information up, who ever heard of it? I didn't know about this, the Philippines. He sure as hell didn't know, but they told him and said, you know what? It'll look good to Duarte if you if you pardon him, like you pardon that uh, other douchebag, for killing kids in Iraq. He's got to go. He's got and and with this vote twice shit that they're doing with uh, his personal attorney, his private law office called the Department of Justice, backing him up on this vote twice. Yeah. Okay. All along, we haven't had any voter fraud. Lots of election fraud since especially 2000. Plenty of election fraud. There was a little bit of voter fraud, I think in South Carolina or North Carolina, uh, and it was Republican voter fraud. So when he told the North Carolina, those toothless hicks to vote twice, you know, they're gonna. So they're gonna have their hands filled with voter fraud. And it's all una- with the uh, Louis DeJoy dismantling the machines, slowing down the mail. It, it, it's plain to see this is all set up to make the election crash. Because he knows if it's fair, he's gone and he will go to jail. So this is a fight for him. And we're witnessing a strategically planned thing, not by him. It's a step-by-step plan. To not just sabotage the election, but to actually make it not even count as an election. He wants a coup. He just wants to stay in there without an election. Because the way he's trashing what's what's about to happen in in a a couple of months, in every way possible, (laughs) even if we all did vote, he's going to call it a fix. Even if it was a fair election, he's going to call it a fix. And, yeah, since we didn't have any voter fraud up until now, very, very little, like a a half of 1% ever, now we're going to have lots of it. Lots of it. It's already allegedly happening in Georgia. But I wouldn't trust that Georgia Attorney General, as far as I could uh, toss Wolf Blitzer. (laughs) Yeah, I believe you. Well, we've uncovered uh, several cases of uh, voter fraud, people voting twice, and I won't tolerate it. This office won't tolerate that sort. Yeah, you will. That's how you got the governor you got right now. Georgia. Right. Uh Uh-huh. So cheer up, because it's only going to get worse each week. Worse and worse and worse. I wouldn't be surprised if he tells his uh, factions of uh, hillbilly uh, rebel rousers, or wherever they are, the uh, what are the, the uh, booger picker boys, booger boys? That's well, it's kind of appropriate. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think it's beyond him to tell him to firebomb all of the uh, polling places. He'll go that far. I mean, he's done this. I mean, publicly coming out saying vote twice, and uh, his lackey Bill Barr doing the same thing. I mean, I'm sorry, his private attorney and private law office, the Department of Justice. Yeah. So we're in for a big fight on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for that. And before I forget, I just want to say thank you, Bob. And by that, I mean Bob Woodward with all these uh, other books out there. Basically all warning everyone, warning you about this monster, this, this maniac. There's not enough negative words to describe what that monster is in there, but With all the books out there, the Mary Trump book, the Michael Cohen book, and all that, leave it to Bob Woodward (laughs) to really put the whammy on it. With his new book,
5: Rage,
3: which is what most of us have been doing since he got into office. (laughs) Man, I'm going to have more on that next week. I didn't have time to load the... uh, You're probably going to hear it a million times by then, but I didn't get a chance to load the audio for that. But there's tapes. Oh, and you know, the right-wing spin factories out there, they're, they're working overtime, as usual, with this guy. I'm probably going to say,
1: uh, I was
3: doctored audio tape. It was a. He, he never really said those words. But thank you, Bob Woodward. It's me again, Bob. Douche when you're done. And I got You know, he's an old man now. But when I <laughs> see pictures of him and Carl Bernstein in the 70s, how do you get that old? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know he's an older man, but but I know it's stupid. But, wow. Now, let's hope this stays hot for the next two months. Will it? I don't know. Nothing seems to stick right now. Maybe this will. Will Congress do anything about it?
2: No.
6: Green zone. They don't want us to
4: be there. Road bomb, they still have IEDs there, green zone, media says they got peace there, we got Iraqis living in tranquility inside the green zone, and right down the street we got the embassy inside the green zone. We got a trigger, happy paramilitary inside the Green Zone. We did a Nazi-like occupation. <laughs> the people do when invaded. The U.S. we're universally hated. All the propaganda that you hear about inside the Green Zone. They want the troops in Iran, so they're pulling them out inside the Green Zone. Have you heard the news? It's just a happy crowd inside the Green Zone.
3: You have been listening to The Brit Summer Show, broadcasting to you from... Uh, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> Skyhawkradio.com, FYI Nation.com, iTunes, Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, TheBritSummerShow.com, SoundCloud, where all the downloads are free, thanks to the wonderful generosity of my listeners. That wraps it up for this show. Until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, Rest in Peace, Diana Rigg. Or I should say, Dame Diana Rigg. Better known as, to me anyway... Emma Peel